I'm a huge fan of passive income. Both of my businesses are virtually 90% automated. So you can imagine how it might have got to my heart just a little bit when some troll on YouTube called what I do, aka passive income, immoral. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 57 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, we're going to talk about that today, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, honored to hang out with you today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thanks for tuning in. And if you're watching here on YouTube, thank you. I appreciate all the love, the feedback, the comments have been amazing. I feel like you're coming alive during this season of craziness that we've all been going through all over the world together. Uh, I, I sense your passion and hopefully I've kind of ignited some of that uh, right now as we're trying to build our online businesses. Um, We're going to talk about passive income today. I got a very interesting comment on YouTube the other day, um, and we need to address it because I think it's a fair question, honestly. I know I I called him a troll. It's just, I'm sorry. I've been doing YouTube for 10 years, and uh, you can tell when people want to have a friendly debate with you and disagree, which is fine. It's totally different or when someone just comes at you hard like, you're an idiot. They may not say those words, but it's basically what they're saying. So we got one of those today. I want to read his comment, and then we re- I really want to address it because I gave him a long response, and I want to address it. Um, before we dive in, though, if you need to start a passive income business, if you need passive income, I'm your guy. This is what I do. I do it in two different niches. I've been doing it for a decade. I put together a workshop for you to just clear the confusion about what is passive income, how does it work, and more specifically, how you can create your first $1,000 a month of passive income, even if you just have only 30 minutes a day to work on it. It's a free workshop. It's about 45 minutes of training. So if you're down with these videos, if you can hang with me, this is a great in-depth class. I want you to watch for free as my treat. Just go to grahamcochran.com workshop put the link below if you're watching on YouTube and just watch that class and take notes and then do it. Please, grahamcochran.com slash workshop to get my 30 minutes a day, $1,000 a month passive income strategy. And really, it can scale from there to be a full-blown six-figure, seven-figure business. It's the same model I use for both of my businesses, but just to get you that first win of 1000 bucks a month, watch it, implement it. I think it'll help you out. Again, grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Okay, here's the comment I got from a gentleman named Thomas. And to give you some context, I did a video a few months ago um, sort of responding to a video on YouTube right now uh, about Elon Musk, who's the billionaire founder of Tesla and uh, SpaceX and just a genius of a guy. And there's this motivational video. I love these motivational videos that float around YouTube because a lot of them are actually good, right? There's like a really good one with Denzel all about like trusting God, right? And just how you need to trust God in your life. So there's some good ones and they put some really, you know, orchestral, like motivating, inspiring music behind it. And then you just got someone just delivering. It's like snippets of speeches. I love those videos, but uh, all of a sudden one showed up on YouTube and it's called Work 
every waking hour. I'll link, if you're watching here on YouTube, I'll link to the video above and I'll put it in the description below. Um, or you could just search it, you know, work every waking hour, Elon Musk. And I was like, ooh, this is interesting because I'm the I'm like the anti-hustle guy. I'm like the passive income guy, like work less. That's literally in my tagline, work less. That's what I'm trying to help you do. Um, so when I saw this as like motivation, like work every waking hour, it, it's just classic. It reeks of Western arrogance and obsession with like workaholism, right? We call it something different today because workaholism sounds like alcoholism because it is, but we call it hustle, same thing, new name. And so we love it. We eat this stuff up. So it makes sense that this video had blown up at the time. I think it had like 700,000 views. It's probably over a million now. I watched the video, was waiting for the part because there's a bunch of great interviews with Elon Musk. I have nothing against Elon Musk, but I was waiting for the part where he talked about working every waking hour and he tells this story and I won't spoil it for you, but of how that's how he started his first business as he worked around the clock. Um, so this guy responded to my take on that video, why I thought that was awful advice. And it is awful advice. Don't work every waking hour, please, for the love. If you want to have a life or a family or friends, don't do it. But Thomas responded with this. <clears throat> you ready for this? Oh, it's going to be fun. Working all the time is just part of the equation. Okay, I agree. But to do what Musk has done, it is the only way that is possible. No matter how successful you are in life, you would have, you would have been more successful if you worked more. That's absolutely wrong. This seems to be plain, plainfully obvious, and anybody that has ever tried it can confirm it works. Really? Living on passive income, quote unquote, is immoral and does nothing to advance society. Oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff here. Oh, I, I, I as soon as I saw this comment, I was like, I can't wait to do an episode on this. Ah, so good. There's so much wrong that Thomas just said. And I'm not trying to pick on Thomas. I don't know the guy personally. Um, and, and, and in my comment response to him, I wasn't trying to be mean to him or sarcastic. I know I'm, I'm a little feisty today because I'm sort of losing my mind. It's been a fun day. I'm at the end of the day here. But um, but I, I really tried to challenge some of his assumptions at the end. And I'll read you some of that. But I have a ton of thoughts about this. Um, there's a ton that's wrong here, and it's not Thomas's fault. It's just the product of the culture we're in, where we 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 just believe so much garbage, and we've never challenged it. We've never had success another way. And so, when anybody like me, and he doesn't know me from Adam, why should he listen to me? He doesn't have to listen to me. I'm just some guy on YouTube. But if some guy on YouTube like me says, "Hey, Elon Musk is crazy. Don't work every waking hour," and if you watched my video on that. Dude, I gave tons of props to Elon. I made fun of Bill Gates too, but I made, gave tons of respect to Bill Gates. Dude, these people are great. These, these guys are billionaires with a B. I will never be a billionaire. Do you know how much money that is? Do you know how much influence these gentlemen have? Do you know how much they have done for the world to advance society? They're great people. As far as I know, I haven't hung out with them. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation does amazing work all over the world. I'm assuming that Bill's a great guy. I'm assuming that Elon's a great guy. I have nothing against either of these guys. 
I have everything against that advice being pandered to poor chaps like us on YouTube who are longing for success, who want success, even a modest amount of success, and we're being told again and again, fed the same bunch of crap that if you wanna be successful, you know what you gotta do? You gotta outwork the next guy. You gotta work harder than ever before. You know, let's be specific. You gotta work every waking hour. That's awful advice. That's selfish advice, man. Yeah, if you don't ever wanna love your spouse well or your kids well or your mom well, your dad well, your friends well, your neighbors well, or yourself well, (laughs) oh, dude, that's awful advice. Anyway, I already did a video on that, so let's talk about the response to this passive income. Living on passive income is immoral and does nothing to advance society. Okay, we have a lot to talk about. Here we go. Got my bullets ready. You ready? I wrote down literally some thoughts. I have some thoughts for poor Thomas. Yes. Okay. Thought number one, to do what Elon Musk has done. And I agree with Thomas on this. It requires a relentless pursuit without much slowing down or stopping. I He has built, and if you only know him from Tesla, if you only know him from SpaceX, you don't realize he has built and sold multiple companies. He is a genius. Him and his brother started their first company living out of an apartment, right? Like they just would swap. One guy would work in the morning, the day, one guy would work at night, and they just would constantly go after it. What he's done is insane. I don't know of really any other way to become a billionaire and to create that much impact in the world on the scale he's doing it without working all the time. I mean, that makes sense. Bill Gates famously said that he didn't take a day off for the first 10 years of his working career. He didn't take a single vacation or a day off. I mean, A, that's bananas, but B, the dude changed the world with Microsoft. Windows was on every single computer all over the world. I mean, like he just changed the world. So I guess if that's what you want to do on that scale, I don't disagree with you, Thomas. I think that's the only way to do it. Thankfully, though, none of us need to be freaking billionaires to enjoy the good life, okay? You and I don't need to be billionaires. We don't even need to be millionaires to enjoy a really good life so we don't have to work like a billionaire. Okay, that's thought number one. Thought number two, and this is really important. This is where we need to start diving in. Thomas says, no matter how successful you are in life, you would have been more successful if you worked more. So what Thomas is saying, and I'm not trying to misquote him here, is that working more leads to more success 100% of the time. That's a bold-faced lie. Hard work pays off. I won't disagree there. Hard work is a good thing. I'm all for hard work. Working more hours? does not always equate to success. I think that's plainfully obvious to see Thomas and anyone else. There are, let's stop and think about this. How many hardworking people, let's just take America. I'm not even going to say the whole world. How many hardworking people in America right now are not as successful as they would like to be? I'm not going to pick on anybody because of the coronavirus, but let's just Let's just give it some context, at least when this video is going out. Hopefully the virus will be long gone by the time you're watching this in the future. Um, How many hardworking people got just everything stopped because of the coronavirus? It doesn't matter how hard you work if the coronavirus closes down your business or your place of employment. 
because the government mandates that you stay home. Hard work ain't gonna do nothing for you right now. And let's just take it out of the context of the coronavirus. How many good, honest, hardworking, blue collar people are there in America right now who will never be as successful as they wanna be, even though they work all the time? Now sure, there are people that work hard and make a great life, but if hard work was all it took, there's plenty of people that, are, we don't have a lazy culture. America, we, everyone has lazy people, but Americans are hardworking people. And they think this is the problem. They have been duped. They have been trained. Go to school, get good grades, work really hard, and then you'll find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's not the formula, folks. The problem with that formula is you got good, honest, hardworking people who are like, all right, great. I like that. That sounds appealing. It kind of makes sense to me because I haven't really thought it through. I'm going to work hard. And they work hard. They work hard. They work hard. And maybe they provide a decent life for their family. And if that's all they want, then nothing against them. I'm not coming down on what their desires or dreams are at all. I can't tell someone what their hopes or dreams should be or what success should look like for them. But my point is just working more isn't making them more successful. There's a limit to how many hours that they can work. There's a limit to how much they can get paid per hour. Yes, working more hours might make you a little bit more money, but there's a point where that stops working. And if you think about it, wealthy people know this. Wealthy people aren't wealthy because they worked really hard. Wealthy people are wealthy because they are investors. Like the truly wealthy people in the world are investors. You could say it another way, they're owners. Same thing, right? Most investors know that working more isn't what leads to wealth. Owning and controlling assets is. It's the foundation of all wealth in America and in many Western countries, right? Is ownership and control of what? Real estate, land, businesses. Real estate, land, businesses. You could call bonds a form of ownership, although it's really lending lending money, but you own the bond, you own the IOU, so people will pay you back. But really, the foundation of wealth in our country is real estate and business. Just look at our tax code. Our tax code is set up to reward real estate investors and landlords and business owners and stock investors, right? Is that a bad thing? No. Why, why, why does the government reward those people with tax incentives and all that kind of stuff? Because we need places for people to live and the government doesn't want to be the only landlord. Because we need places for people to work and the government doesn't want to be the only employer, right? Every job, if you're a hardworking person at a job, guess who you're working for? An owner. If you need a place to live that's safe, that's affordable, that's family friendly, who are you paying rent to? An owner. Owners and investors are wealthy. That is how this country exists. That's how it works. Again, I'm not coming down on hard work. Owners and investors are probably hard workers also, but they realize how wealth is manifest and how success is created. And it is not created by just blanketly working more. And the more successful they become, the more they realize if I want to be more successful, it's not how many more hours I put in, it's how many more assets I own and control. So, Thomas, you're wrong that it's plainly obvious that anybody has ever tried it can confirm that if you want to be more successful, you would have just worked more. It's not true. Okay? Let's start to talk about passive income in particular. 
let's define what passive income is. I've heard well-known gurus, even people who I really respect, calm down hard on passive income. Passive income is a lie. Passive income is a myth. I'm sick and tired of hearing these people on YouTube talk about passive income. Dude, let's define what passive income is, okay? Passive income doesn't mean you don't have to work. There's All wealth comes with some work. Even buying a property takes work, right? Why? You have to work to make the money initially. And then there's a lot of work involved in finding a good deal and negotiating the deal and then getting the deal and getting the loan, all of that. You can't just like sit at home in your jimmy jams, snap your finger and money shows up in your hand or in your wallet, right? Or in your bank account. I mean, if we could figure that out, that would be truly passive. But passive income doesn't mean that you don't have to work. What it means is you do a fixed amount of work and you earn disproportionate or scalable income. Fixed amount of work, scalable income. Even better, diminishing amount of work, scalable income. This is the story of my businesses. The Recording Revolution started in 2009. I was working on average 32 hours a week, making $0. Eventually at 32 hours a week, I was making $1,000 a month. Then I was making $10,000 in a year, or that's not the same, 60,000 a year, right? Then I was making six figures. Now it's a seven figure business, seven figures a year. And now from 32 hours down to the last, I've been clocking at about three hours a week. That's crazy. That's, that's what passive income is. It, it still takes work. I actually have to do something every week for that business. But that's still by definition passive income. Why? Because I do what I need to do and the income isn't tied to the work I do, but the work I do feeds the machine. But the, the income comes in passively without me actually having to clock in, clock out. But see how they're disconnected. It's scalable, growing income while my work is fixed or better diminishing. I think that's a misconception, but that's important for you to understand. That's still really appealing. And so that's what passive income is. Now let's talk about this whole passive income or living off of passive income is immoral and does nothing to advance society. That last sentence, and we'll get to my, to there's emotion in this. this you know, this is YouTube. This is an emotional place. If you've ever read a YouTube comment, you know what I'm talking about. These are not rational conversations 90 times out of 100. They are emotional conversations. Well, I think that God doesn't exist. Well, Trump is an idiot. It's like everything turns into a spiritual or political conversation. I'm like, I was talking about recording music. How did this happen? Okay, anyway, there's nothing immoral about passive income. That doesn't mean to make any sense. Passive income is neutral, okay? It, it's what you do to earn that income that could make something moral or immoral, right? And if, if it were immoral to make passive income, then the following types of people would be immoral people. Musicians. Well, there are some immoral musicians, let's be honest. But musicians, the musicians that you love, it would be immoral for them then to collect their royalty checks anytime their song is played on the radio or in a TV commercial or in a video game or on a movie trailer. Okay? I had one of my songs that I co-wrote with a, a super talented producer named Ill Factor. One of our songs was covered by The Roots, which is Jimmy Fallon's band, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon a couple of years ago. They paid us a royalty to have the permission to play 15 seconds of our song on his show. Is that immoral for me to collect a royalty check? Huh. No. 
If it were immoral to live off a passive income, then your favorite authors are immoral people for collecting royalties on their book sales. How many books have benefited you? Thomas, <laughs> right? How many books have you benefited from reading? That author is collecting a royalty check because he or she wrote a, a powerful book. It's an intellectual property that they and or the publisher own, and so they split the profits from it. Is that immoral to collect a royalty from their book that they wrote? No. If it's immoral to live off of passive income, then landlords who receive rent from their tenants would be immoral people. Now, there are some bad landlords out there. There's some really good landlords out there. Is it immoral to collect a rent check for letting somebody live in a house that you own? No. See how this doesn't make any sense? Passive income's neutral. It's 100% neutral. It's A, what you did to create that income. Like if I make passive income by having a bunch of people who have delegated to sell drugs for me illegally, and then I get a check, that would be pretty immoral because the nature by which I receive that income would be by definition immoral, it at least would be illegal. Even if you don't have morals, you at least have to believe there's a law out there. So it would be illegal, right? But I think, I think, and I'm just guessing here because he didn't quite say it, but here's exact, Thomas's exact last words. Living on passive income is immoral and does nothing to advance society. So what I think Thomas is saying, and it, Thomas, if you're watching, you can correct me if I'm wrong. What, I don't think he's watching. What I think he's saying is that the fact that you can make money and not have to do much work or any work at all, that that's immoral. The fact that you just have all this free time and you're just chilling on the beach. Right? Like one of my favorite books is Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Work Week. It's a powerfully helpful book. Whether you believe in everything he says in the book or not, you can't deny how helpful and practical. Everybody should read that book and implement that book. But the cover is a person, a silhouette of a person on what, a hammock between two palm trees, right? That's what I think Thomas is thinking. He's picturing someone like me, some, some Joe Schmo on, on YouTube, talking about passive income, making passive income, and just laying on a hammock on the beach, and he thinks that's immoral. Um, and I wanna talk about this. I think, I'm, I'm, let me talk about Thomas for one second and then I'm gonna move off from Thomas, I think, because it's not about Thomas, because there's plenty of people who would probably side, side you know, with him. I, I don't mean this in, in, in a bad way, but I think Thomas is just jealous in, in the sense that I don't think he has any form of passive income. I'm guessing here, I don't know, he might. And he might have some, guilt complex, but I, I, I don't think Thomas has experienced passive income. And so what he, I'm assuming Thomas is a hardworking guy. If he's like the average American or average person, he's a hardworking guy who believes in the value of a hard day's work and thinks it's unfair that there are people out there who can make money by not working as hard as him. And so he is jumping to a massive conclusion and making a sweeping generalization that is a huge slap in the face to somebody like me. And he doesn't know me at all. And what's fair is I don't know him at all. To say that someone like me is both immoral and I am not advancing society. It's basically like he's saying, those people that don't work as hard as I do, they're just sucking on society. They're just slurping up society's money and not doing anything in return. And what he fails to understand 
is that the only way to create passive income is to do the exact opposite of what Thomas is saying that someone like me is doing. You must advance society. You must add a ton of value. You must serve people. Otherwise, no one is ever going to send you money, ever. Passive income is sold as this slick, easy, breezy thing by super slick gurus online. And maybe that's who he's thinking of. And maybe he's lumping me into that category. And I knew the moment I created a business and a YouTube channel and a podcast on passive income that I'd be lumped into that category. That is the risk I took. There's nothing I can do about it. That is the culture that is created on the internet right now. And the moment I talk about online business, digital products, passive income, funnels, sequences, automation, period, I'm lumped into that category and that sucks. I knew about it. I thought about it. But you know what? There's no other way for me to actually help people like you know the truth about how to actually make a difference in the world, which is what my both of my businesses are all about. Everything I teach my students and clients is all about advancing society, making a difference in the world, and being as generous as you possibly can. That is the only way this works, people. We're not stealing. We're not manipulating. If you've ever bought anything from me, you know this to be true. The only reason you would have ever bought anything from me is because I have given immense value away for free, and I do it every single week. I've been giving away content every week for 10 years, 10 and a half. And for the first four years, I gave out three pieces of content a week for four years straight, every week. Oh my gosh. I have done as much as I possibly can to advance both the music and recording world and now the online business world. I'm doing the opposite of what you're saying, Thomas. I am trying to advance society. In fact, that's the only reason I'm able to work less and create passive income is because I advance society. Now, I don't believe that we were made to sit around all day and do nothing. I don't believe that it is healthy or satisfying beyond maybe a solid six-month sabbatical to just sit around all day and not contribute to society. doesn't make sense to me. People are happiest when they're contributing. That is why you see people who retire from a career and then they start to volunteer at the food bank, at their kids' grandkids' school, at their church in their favorite charity, wherever. Why would someone who's retired still work and work for free? Because the reward is so great. Because sitting at home and watching Wheel of Fortune will kill you. There is a serious mental health problem with younger people who are retiring early. These fire, you know, financial independence retire early um, they're happy for a lot of reasons, but then they're, they're, they lose their purpose in life. So I don't even think, it. I don't think it's a good, I don't want to sit around all day and do nothing. I like to do that from time to time. I like to take breaks, but I don't think it's healthy. I'm a Christian, so I read my Bible. It's pretty simple. If you open the Bible and read the very beginning, let's say the first two chapters of the Bible, Genesis chapter one and two, what do you see? You see work. You see two people working, two parties, I should say. You see God working. He 
He's creating. He's speaking life into existence. He's building a garden. It's almost like this analogy that he's literally getting his hands dirty. He's causing plants to grow up from the ground. He's crafting the first human, first two humans. So the Bible begins with a God who works. The God of the Bible doesn't even sit around and chill. He worked, and he's working now. And then what do his creation do, Adam and Eve? He gives them jobs to do. He doesn't say, everyone says, oh, the garden was paradise, and it was. But when they think of paradise, they think of literally Tim Ferriss's book cover. Adam and Eve like on a, on a, like a hammock between two like Garden of Eden palm trees. <laughs> That's not how the, the Bible describes it at all. He, God tells Adam and Eve to work the garden and keep it. There's two different verbs there in the Hebrew, right? One is the active like working of it, like tilling the soil, probably pruning the, the vines and all the fruit and keeping it is like the nurturing it over the long haul, like making sure it doesn't become disheveled. Like your neighbor next to you, you, you better hope that they work and keep their lawn so it doesn't look like crap next to your lawn, right? You want their bushes to look good. You want their yard to look good. You want them to keep up with their house. Please, for the love of our neighborhood, keep your house nice. That's what God tasked Adam and Eve to do. So the whole point of this little rant is that the Bible describes humans being designed to work by a God who works, AKA it's in our nature to work. We are happiest when we work. Work was not invented after the fall in Genesis chapter three or after sin entered the world, if you read your Bible. No, 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 work was in there long before. Now our work is cursed according to Genesis three. It's harder than it would have been. So thanks a lot, Adam and Eve would have been easier, but it still is a good thing. It's still in our DNA to work. I'm not against work. I'm actually against sitting around and doing nothing. So let me explain to you what passive income has given me because I'll throw out stats like the recording revolution takes me three to five hours a week to run and it's a seven figure business. You know, like this business takes me, it was like 15, 20 hours a week. Now it's less than 10. Um, I haven't tracked the hours the last few weeks. It's been different, little bananas with COVID-19. I had to work, I'm working three days a week now instead of four because my kids are home and I'm doing daddy homeschool on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So anyway, a little bit different. But like my work hours continue to go down every year. That's always my goal. Revenue continues to go up. Thank God. That's always my goal as much as I can control it. And the question might come up, well, what do you do with those extra hours? Well, my life is not that exciting for one. I do normal things like go to the grocery store, wash my car, clean dishes, fold laundry, things like that. But here's what passive income has given me, right? Building my first business, The Recording Revolution, and making it a passive income business and working my hours down over the years while the business has grown has freed me up to do this. To have time in my week to make free content for you. Are you enjoying this content? Do you find this helpful? Do you find that, that this is then immoral for me to have passive income over here so that I can do this over here? Oh, this is one of the greatest gifts, not just to you, hopefully to you, but to me. I get a lot of satisfaction out of doing this. Having passive income on my main business allows me to do this for you for free. For free. Oh my gosh. So 
I'm trying to advance society here. Number two, passive income has given me more time to exercise and get enough sleep so I stay healthy. If I'm working every waking hour, you know what I'm not doing in the daytime when I'm awake? Exercising, and I'm probably not sleeping much. This is a classic entrepreneur folly is that so many entrepreneurs are unhealthy. They're unhealthy because they don't have time to exercise. They don't prioritize it. And they don't get enough sleep. And eventually that's going to catch up with you. They don't eat well either. And those things all kind of go together because when you're not exercising, when you're tired, you're not going to make good decisions with your food either. I'm, I'm the first to admit. So passive income has allowed me to get exercise and sleep so I stay healthy. So I don't die and leave my wife a widow, right? Passive income has given me more time with my kids. Man, I always joke with my wife, like, when our kids graduate from high school and go off to college, Lord willing, or go start their businesses even better, let's say, it's that's when our second life begins. That's when Shay and I can do whatever the heck we want because there's no kids in the house. And I joke that, like, that's when we can work all the time because we won't have kids. But the funny thing, I'm not going to want to work all the time then. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes more sense to work all the time when my kids aren't around. I certainly don't want to work all the time while they're young. I'm, you know, the, the cliche, you'll never get these years back. It's true. I want to have a relationship with my children forever. So I'm not just living just for their childhood. I don't think that's wise. I want to live for the, the our lifetime together. They'll be adults. I'll be an adult. We'll have adult friendship and, and a bond, right? But this is a special time. My daughters are eight and almost 11. Super special time, right? So Passive income has allowed me to have more time with my kids. I see them every morning. I get to make their breakfast and pack their lunch. I get to take them to school most days. I get to pick them up from school. I get to have dinner with them. I get to have weekends with them. I get to travel with them. Man, what a gift. Is that immoral? Passive income has given me more time to date my wife and even to work on our marriage by going to counseling. Yeah, my wife and I, we've been married coming up on 15 years. She's the best woman I know. She's a better human being than me. And we have a very good marriage. It's not a perfect marriage, but by God's grace, it's been a very good marriage from day one. We have learned a lot and grown a lot. But about a year and a half ago, actually coming up on two years ago, I remember us, we, we took a month long trip to France. Another benefit of passive income. Took a month off. I actually took six weeks off, and I stayed around after they went back to the States. I stayed around for two more weeks to visit uh, a buddy of mine in London and then to do a week-long cycling road tour travel like adventure thing around the Tour de France. It was like a, a bucket list thing. It was really cool. So I, we're, we're together for a month in France, and we're sitting in this beautiful Airbnb in Provence in the south of France. We're drinking rosé because that's what you do, and we're having a great night. But we're sitting there, and we're having a hard, honest conversation because we, I remember us saying, hey, life is busy and I feel like we're not connecting very well in our marriage. When we get to France and have a month off, it's going to be great. And here we were maybe two weeks into our trip, super relaxed, nothing but time on our hands, no work. And I remember us having this conversation and we both kind of said, we still feel disconnected and we have nothing but time and we're right here together. Something's off. Maybe our connection problem is not just a busyness problem, it's deeper. We should probably start working on our marriage with some outside help, a third party, some preventative maintenance, someone who can open up the hood and kind of say, hey, I know you don't see it, but these things are a little bit off here. And if untreated, could be a problem in another five to 10 years. 
And that's the last thing we want to happen, right? We want to have a, we want to not just start a marriage well, we want to end well, right? We want to be married for our lives, right? So that was when we started the conversation of, hey, let's get marital counseling, marriage counseling. Let's work on our marriage. And you know what's great about passive income? And I, dude, I love marriage counseling, by the way. Counseling in general is just helpful. But you know what's great about passive income is it allows me to do marriage counseling in the middle of the day with my wife. Counselors are usually slammed in the evenings and on weekends because that's the only time people can meet because they're working. So when you tell a counselor, hey, we can meet at 12 noon on a Friday or two o'clock or nine o'clock, whenever, whenever you want to meet, it's great to have that flexibility so I can work on my marriage. Having passive income has given me more time to volunteer at my church as a worship leader and a tech guy. So we moved to Florida 11 years ago to just help my buddy start a church and just volunteer as the worship guy. Um, that takes time on the weekends and time during the week to kind of prep the music and rehearse and follow up with the band. And so I did that for about eight years. Um, and then all the while I've been sort of the off and on tech guy, like putting together the sound system and training our volunteers to run the sound. And having passive income allows me to be able to do that and not take up time that like I would be working because I don't have a lot of work hours. During COVID-19, we've had to stream our service online, right? And so one of our members who's just an awesome dude figured out the live streaming side of things and needed help with the audio. So I've been able to go into our church office facility and like work with him on the tech side of things, spending hours at a time on a Thursday every week to kind of figure this thing out um, and like get it sounding good, looking good because I have passive income. Is that immoral? And one final thing passive income has given me, it's given me more time to read books and take courses and things like that and invest in myself so that I can add more value to the world. I'm a lover of books. I'm a lover of learning. I'm a lover of expanding my knowledge and awareness and, and going wider, not just deeper on a subject, but wider as well. I want to know a lot about a lot. Um, and a lot of people I talk to say, I wish I could read a lot of books. I just don't have the time. Now, we could argue all day whether you have the time or you make the time. But I will tell you one thing, that having passive income guarantees you that you have more hours in your day to read. I'm taking a course right now. And uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll just sit at the kitchen bar and I'll just throw up in the laptop and go through the course. It's great. It's great to have the time to continually learn, to continually self-invest and invest in myself. Is that immoral? Does that mean I'm not advancing society? And I'm actually doing something to help me advance society. The more I learn, the more value I can offer in the world. So no, Thomas, <laughs> working more doesn't lead to success. If that were true, Americans would be a lot more successful than they are because we have a lot of hard workers. Owning and controlling assets, that's what leads to monetary success at least. Passive income doesn't mean you're lazy and it doesn't mean you just sit around all day. It means you do a fixed and diminishing amount of work and have scalable or disproportionate income. And it is not immoral to make your money in that fashion. It is completely neutral. There is nothing more moral about working 80 hours than there is working eight hours. 
what matters is that your work does advance society. And to do passive income well, generally speaking, you have to advance society. You have to add value some way to get people to ever even think about paying you for anything. And what passive income allows you to do, if you're smart enough to implement it in your business or turn your entire business into a passive income business, is it gives you more time to invest in yourself, in your family, your relationships, and in the world around you. It might even give you the time to volunteer, to start another business that doesn't have any pressure on it financially whatsoever, to help more people in more ways. So this was my final response to Thomas. I said, I want to challenge you, Thomas. So for you watching this, insert your name here. Hey, your name, I want to challenge you. Don't lump passive income into a category that is evil or against society just because you haven't found a way to create some yourself. And also don't assume passive income is against hard work. It's all about working smarter. That's what I'm here to try and help people like you do. My whole goal with this channel and this show is to help you start or grow your online business so that you reach your income goals and so that you serve a ton of people while simultaneously working fewer hours in your business so that you are freed up to live more life and give more of yourself and your profit in your business away. I can't think of a better thing to do than to own a business that doesn't even require any work of you, but puts lots of money in your pocket and ton, serves a ton of people, and then allows you to have the two currencies that matter most in this world, money and time. Money and time are the currencies that you need in this world. You can't have much life if you have nothing but time and no money, and you can't have much life if you have nothing but money and no time. To have them both in some capacity is where you create that intersection of true life. If you have an abundance of time and money, my friend, think of the good you can do. You can both give to that nonprofit or charity or organization that you know is doing a lot of good, and you can go there halfway across the world and spend time with them and volunteer. You can both give to medical research to stop COVID-19 or other related viruses, and you can donate your time if you're into science to work with pharmacists and scientists and work in the labs or go to the countries where it's most hit and study the people. Or you can be an ambassador for a cause and give to the cause financially, right? We need people who have the time and the voice and the passion to make a difference, and we need people to fund those things. If you have passive income, you could do both. I think in the perfect world, your passive income business could help you advance society more than anybody ever in the history of the world. So there you have it, Thomas. Here's my take. Is passive income immoral? No. It's completely neutral. 
if you're interested in passive income, don't be resentful of people who have it. Don't be critical of it. You're, you're only hurting yourself. If you need to build passive income, be open-minded. I can help you do that. I've got a workshop. And guess what? I don't even charge for it. It's free. And it's a solid 40, 45 minutes of teaching, walking you through the four components of passive income, the tools that I'm using and you can use, how the four elements come together, and how you can find out your profitable idea, how you can find people to sell to, how you can automate your business and create your first $1,000 income stream. What a great start, creating $1,000 a month of automatic passive income. Even if you only got 30 minutes a day to chip away at this, I can teach you how to do it. I'm, I'm teaching you for free. <laughs> so you might as well just take me up on this. I'm using passive income to free up my time to deliver this to you today for free, and I'm offering you something else for free that'll help you in your life. I think passive income is a beautiful thing. Check out the workshop at grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Pretty creative title, right? Or the link below in YouTube. Watch it, but better yet, implement it. And then even better yet, once you start to get results, hit me back up and let me know about your success. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment. Let me know. Do you think passive income is immoral? You think Thomas is right? Or... Is it the opposite? Is passive income actually one of the most noble endeavors you could ever pursue? I'd love to hear your thoughts below. Leave me a comment. And as always, thanks for your time. It means a ton. I appreciate you spending this amount of time with me and listening. I hope it's worth your time. That's why I'm here. As always, stay healthy, stay safe, and I'll see you in another episode real soon. Mm-hmm.